1976 saw the death of party founder Mao Zedong. The 82-year-old father of communist China, Mao Zedong, died today at just past midnight. And immediately crowds began to gather in Tiananmen Square, the great rectangle in the heart of Peking. The announcement was... It was a crisis moment for the communists, leading to a brutal power struggle at the very top. The communist movement needed a strong new leader. He emerged in that figure we encountered before. The man who led the purge after the 100 Flowers movement, Deng Xiaoping. His first task, Deng needed to figure out how to heal the country after its most recent traumas, to chart a new course for China's broken socialist model. As we'll see, never before would its built-in mechanisms have to work so hard to convince the masses that the party knew the right way forward. Everyone in the country had been, in some very deep way, affected by what the Cultural Revolution had meant, not least Deng Xiaoping himself, who had been thrown out of power and had to be reborn as a political figure. And the party as a whole realized that, especially during the 1970s, Uh, China had fallen sharply behind economically, and not just behind the United States, but behind as compared to smaller countries like Taiwan and Singapore and South Korea, not to mention Japan, which after all had lost the war. Deng Xiaoping directed China toward a radical new goal. Slogans mentioning class struggle disappeared. Instead, China was ordered to open up to the outside world, embracing economic reform. Given what had gone on before, this was a truly monumental change. The author, Li Jiazhang, heard and experienced Deng's new ideology and its slogans firsthand when working in a factory. Under Chairman Mao, everybody was poor and everybody was equally poor. But in 1978, when the reform started, the shopping said those slogans, some people can get rich first. And also to get rich is glorious. And honestly, <laughs> ever since then, so many millions of Chinese took that to heart. And ever since then, China just started this great march into making money and getting rich. Is that still like this today? <laughs> How did that feel on the streets? What were the conversations that were happening then? Uh, when people first heard a leader like Deng Xiaoping saying, let some get rich first, yeah, yes, that, yeah, that yeah. it won't always be equal. It took time because lots of people find it very difficult to understand because it's nothing to do with socialism. But also, more importantly, China decided to move away from class struggle, just something Chairman Mao was obsessed with. So Deng Xiaoping also come out with some things like, no matter it's a black cat or white cat, as long as it can catch mice, it is a good cat. So now try to focus on building economy and improve people's living standards. So it was also time 
the new fashions coming. <laughs> Women start to put on lipsticks and wearing colorful clothes and the trousers with flares. They're called trumpet trousers. And I remember very clearly one Western American reporter famously joked that after reform opening up, Chinese women suddenly got breasts because before, you know, everybody <laughs> was wearing Chairman Ma's uh, lumpy jacket. <laughs> Deng's political philosophy was bold and to the point. I don't care whether a cat is white or black, so long as she catches mice. We must reject flashiness without substance and every sort of boasting. Each family must have a bicycle, a sewing machine and a television set. Each person should have 60 pounds of meat a year and half an apple a day. Hardly the thoughts of Mao, but enough to confirm... All those promises accompanied bubbling anxieties over how far these changes might stretch. Deng's slogans acknowledged his critics' worries. The slogan, crossing the river by feeling for the stones, I think captures very well the spirit and the danger of those days. I think it showed that they were conscious they were doing something unprecedented and that it might carry much risk with that and that they were going to have to fight this step by step. So the truth is that while reform and opening 40 years later, we now look back on as just an enormous success that led to the astonishing accomplishments of the China we see today. At the time, there were many in positions of authority and responsibility throughout the country who were highly dubious, and they were inclined to fight against these reforms. Deng Xiaoping ordered the party to retreat from the planned economy, giving new freedoms to entrepreneurs. But at the same time, the party was venturing further into family life – 